0: Hey, everybody, this is Chuck Everson from Villanova University, and welcome to the Big East Rewind. The Big East Rewind came about when Sonny Sparrow and I from Syracuse University were on a recruiting trip and became friends. And we've been friends ever since. And we had a bond that is developed over playing in the very tough Big East Conference. The Big East Rewind is all about Big East basketball, old school style. With the battles and stories that came about during our time playing in the Big East from the perspective of the media, coaches, former players, and even officials. So we hope you enjoy the Big East Rewind. Hello, everybody. It's Chuck Everson, and welcome to this edition of the Big East Rewind. Today, the Hoyas are in the house. We're gonna take a deep inside look about Hoya paranoia and the Hoya basketball program back in the early Big East days. They were the best team in the country at that time. And we have Billy Martin and Gene Smith, and they're going to tell us all about it right here on the Big East Rewind.
1: Talk about some of the matchups and the players that you thought were just the toughest guys, or well, and also some of the toughest teams that you guys face. Who were some of the toughest one-on-one matchups? Gene, why don't you start?
2: Oh, man. So... You know, we all had a game where you just you said, "Wow, that was me!" Like it could have been in the practice that translating to a game. Like I recently watched the clip of Chuck in the game of his life. At, I think it was at the Spectrum, going to town on the Jamaican Billy going to town.
1: i've seen it i've seen it
2: so i
0: hope you didn't blink because you would have missed it that's the whole thing. <laughs> hey hey we all
2: have our we all have our moment so for me where i'm going with this is my moment came against a villanova guard Stuart granger
1: mm-hmm. oh Stuart, yeah
2: and Stuart granger was a, uh i think he might have been a senior when i was yeah. a freshman yep. he was yeah And we beat them at McDonough. We wasn't supposed to beat them. That's when John Pannone was there, Alex Bradley. And I had what, for whatever reason, the papers thought was a good game. And I got this was in the local paper in the post. And I got a little next day, Billy, Hoya Star on the rise. (laughs) So clearly my stat line was probably uh, you know, 16 minutes. Uh, two steals, five, six fouls or whatever, you know, but but whatever I made an impact on the game. And I just remember it was against Stuart Granger. But listen, man, uh, individual opponents, team opponents, hands down, during the 80s, the 90s, what man, every day you was getting your ass handed to you by somebody.
3: Yeah.
0: And you guys got everybody's best effort, Gene, because everybody was out to get you guys. So yeah. but, but, but everybody Chuck, bought their best game to play the Hoyas.
2: But, Chuck, you still was only winning by six points, seven points. It right. was you a dogfight. Oh, yeah. The Palestra.
1: Hate that place.
2: I mean, I hated that place. Hate it. Hate it.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, that game, it. That game we played you, it was my freshman year, so I guess you were a sophomore. And, okay. and we were down five with, like, 40 seconds to go. And we won the game and i've never been in, in in an event where the whole crowd was on the court in about 30 seconds less than that it looked like when chris chan Chambl- i'm a yankee fan it looked like when chris chamblis hit the home run and everybody mobbed him and he couldn't get around it was so sure you great. i'm sure
2: you were thinking about us with all that love you would get <laughs> when you got back on campus <laughs>
0: listen i said i hope they got back in their locker room okay <laughs> There was people
2: all over the place, man. So, but you know, Dan Calandrillo, I was lucky enough to play against at Seton Hall when he was a senior. You know, you John Bagley. Yeah. Um, I mean, just you know, and then you know, for me, you know, I, I, am in every Pearl Washington uh, <laughs> highlight video.
1: I was, I was kind of hoping you were going there. So, so
2: I, I want to tell you, I am so disappointed in myself. I ran into Pearl, rest in peace. I'm I'm a Pearl guy. Mm-hmm. I'm a. I wasn't then, but I am now. I'm mm-hmm. a Pearl guy. I ran into Pearl the last time Georgetown and Syracuse played in the Big East. The old, mm-hmm. you know the yes. The you know the not the old Big East, but the yeah the newer old Big East. Yep. Yep. And I saw Pearl coming in, and he saw me. And we went, he had on the fur, he was clean, man. You know, I had on the Georgetown suit. <laughs> but I, I, you know, Chuck, I should have taken the picture.
3: Yeah,
2: I, I didn't. Yeah. So it's almost like maybe I didn't because I just wanted that moment to just be in my memory. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah,
1: but that's that's special moments, you know. So, and that's between that's between you and him.
2: So I I can't, you know, for me having the chance and this guy was what a freshman when i played against him
1: he was a freshman 80 yeah he was a freshman
2: your senior freshman so i got i got i got his first year yeah and you know regardless of what he did in the pros but again we had certain people in the big east and i include billy martin in that but just made the big east you know what it was so that's why something like this is so cool because we can talk about rivalry Every game was a rivalry. We ain't like nobody. Yeah. I mean, we wanted We want, like, I mean, everybody, I mean, playing BC back in the old BC days, yeah, the that fans little arena. Were on, on the sideline like this, Billy. Bang. They were, they were <laughs> touching you, but <laughs> it, it was crazy, yeah. But yeah so, I, I mean, legendary games, legendary fans, legendary league.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, I mean, I was almost when, when they went to the Louisville's and all that, shit, I was, I was. I was still a purist. Mm-hmm. Right? So
1: it was when we left, I was, disappointed. I was yeah. disappointed.
2: I'm so glad Penn State never got in because, you know, Penn State was supposed to go to the Big East.
1: Penn State would have ruined it. Well, Penn State also was talking about starting a football conference and Syracuse was going to go. But when Pittsburgh joined the Big East, that was one of the happiest days in Syracuse because we were not going. We're not going with Pittsburgh and Penn State to some football conference. We're staying in this elite basketball league. Thank you. But- God.
2: But I, but I think we, you know, if if you guys really want this podcast to pop, I, I guess we should really act like we don't like each other. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> what about
3: you, Bill? What were some of the
0: matchups that gave you a hard time?
3: Well, you know, to piggyback on what Gene said, uh, when you think about eighty-one through eighty-five. Uh, you know, Villanova. St. John's, Syracuse, all in the top ten almost every year. Uh, almost every every team we played against in the Big East, you know, was 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 a rival. You know, there was because we could lose, we could lose. And um, but I got to tell you, uh, one of the people that uh, gave me the most problems was Harold Presley. Yeah, uh, we were we were built pretty much the same. And uh, and we had similar games. So Harold was a little bit more polished. I mean, he he had he had some stuff around the basket. I mean, just goofy stuff. He could he contort his body and finish stuff. You know, you play him well, then all of a sudden he comes up with something. You'd be like, damn. Oh, <laughs> okay. can I say that? Uh, yeah. But uh yeah, it uh, Harold was one. The other one, uh oh I've lost you guys. No, we're good. We we can hear you. Okay. Um, what the hell happened? Oh, yeah, oh, I, yeah, I was say, uh, uh, Harold was one, um, Walter Berry, Walter Berry with St. John's, he killed uh, everybody was, was a problem. You know, uh, he, he, he gave me fits because he was, uh, you know, my size, a little bit bigger and a much better athlete. Uh, you know, the guy was strong and, uh, and could finish plays. And uh, what the hell happened? No, you're good. You're good, Bill. And uh, let's see, who else? Uh, so, you know, I mean, it's just, this is a long list of names. Uh, you know, I think back to, you know, when I was a freshman and, uh, and we went to, uh, to, the, to, to the finals against North Carolina. And uh, and I'm looking out there on the floor, and I'm like, man, if he put me in the game, who the hell am I going to have to guard? And they put me out. and I got to guard James Worthy, but James was killing everybody. You know, I mean, he, he, you know, he was the MVP of the game. What chance did I have? You know, but I, I remember that because it, that's one of the few times I went into a game so nervous that I, I had no chance of performing well. It was it was ugly. And then there was there was Wendell up at Syracuse, you know, and I played against Wendell and uh, Raphael overseas. But Wendell was another guy, you know. He was slight, you know. He's a little bigger than I was, six nine maybe. And uh, and you know, and not 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 a real you know athletic or aggressive guy, but he was very polished and very skilled, and he'd always be mm. problems.
1: Smooth. Yeah, he was smooth. You're right, but you're you're right, you're right. It's a perfect description. But he had. He had a nice tool belt. He had a nice, you know, a nice set of things he could go to. But he, he was a guy. Gene, you want to talk about guys that coaches get on? Coach was on him. Coach Beheim was on him like day one. Ooh. Some days I was like, man, I, I'm not I'm not doing great, but I'm glad I'm not Wendell.
2: Tony, are you guys still surprised? Are you guys surprised he's still at it?
1: Coach B? Behan? No. Behan? No, I, I think he's gonna coach
2: 10 more years.
3: Good Lord <laughs> that's,
2: that's amazing. unbelievable I'm, I do I mean his, his run is unbelievable
1: I mean 45 years he looks he looks better actually today than he has 15 years ago I mean he's in pretty he's in really good shape he um he lives and breathes the game I don't think I mean other than playing golf I don't think he has any other things he does
2: My best Bayheim story everything goes back to the 84 big East championship game. Is after the game, Chuck press at, the press, at the press conference. That's a beautiful uh, moment. The, but, but the <laughs> thing, is, the way he hurled the chair, it was. was like it was like a stunt double. Like he did it like so <laughs> methodically. And then he said, "The best team did not win today. Let me find a chair that I could pick up."
1: <laughs> yeah, he did. He did kind of a little little thing like this. I remember it. <laughs> That wasn't a double 07 move. <laughs> oh my God. That's
2: funny. I, yeah. He was, he, look, that, that, I had two, three zone nightmares. I hated that fucking zone.
1: <laughs> hated it. You, you know, what's funny though, Gene, I, I thought when, when you see with coach Thompson, I'm going to go back to that for a second. It seemed like he had a different relationship with you. You could see him talking to you, right. As the captain it always seems like he, he – did he use you to, to, to vocalize to the other players? Because it seemed like you guys had a special – it seemed like you guys had a special connection.
2: Uh, you, I probably thought that then. And as I, as I look at it now, I think mean, he just likes to have somebody come over there and <laughs> – <laughs> come, on, come, on, come on over. Come on. Because Billy will tell you this, I'm deaf in my left ear. So if you see coach talking to me in my left ear, I can't hear a thing.
3: <laughs>
0: and
2: I know as I got to be a junior and senior, I did that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you, get, you get smarter as you get older, Gene.
2: <laughs> well, listen, I mean, Chuck, I, I'm, look, I played 16 minutes a game my freshman year, 10 minutes a game my sophomore year, and then 20 whatever my junior and senior year. I made the most of every minute I was on the court yeah. and I can, I think I can say that about everybody on this call. I mean, I listened to Billy talk about himself playing out of position. This is a cat who had 1300 rebound, 1300 points, mm-hmm. 700, over 700 rebounds. Yeah. He was a stud Play, playing out of position. So mm-hmm. I'm like, just, you know, Billy, we're ruining the image of Hoyas. <laughs> Completely destroying it. <laughs> hey, you
1: guys are coming off as nice guys. It's pretty good. It's
0: pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. I told you, Sonny, they were good guys.
1: I, I know. No, I I, I I, heard that as well, even though we have never spent a lot of time talking. Because at the Big East Luncheon, as Chuck says, when we got a chance to talk to you guys, there was no talking.
2: There's no talking. But guys, but guys think, about, look, think about the coaches we had, all of us.
1: Oh, gosh, yeah. I
2: mean, yeah. the old character Massimino. Yeah. I mean, when he gets to doing his, I want to play for that guy.
1: <laughs> yeah. We, you know, somebody mentioned it. We talked about the final. Was it the final four in the bit in the Big East championship? It was Karnaseka, Massimino, Thompson, and Beighton? Yeah.
0: Back then, that seemed to be Uh-oh. it. Every That's evening. Mount
1: Rushmore back then. Oh. In talk the eighties,
0: talk about how electric the Garden was. Gene, when when we came in to play in the Big East tournament, especially that final, you know, that Friday-Saturday night games, the the final four games, I thought the electricity in that building was nothing like I've ever felt in my life.
1: Yeah, so, like, when you guys bust in, you guys were staying in probably Syracuse, so you drove in. <laughs> Would you guys leave at, like, 8 in the morning for like a <laughs> 7 o'clock game? Because you couldn't be near the city, so... Your six-hour bus ride into the into the garden.
2: <laughs> I, I think. Look, just okay. So I'm the only one on the call that played in the Big East tournament that wasn't in the garden.
1: Yeah. No. 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 Well, yeah. the big. No. No. Billy played probably when it was in Providence. No.
2: No, no, Billy, Billy, you got Providence. No, Billy got 82. Yeah, no, yeah. no,
1: the Hartford, Hartford, excuse me.
2: Hartford,
1: Yeah, first year was Hartford. Freshman yeah, year was Hartford, but go ahead.
2: To, 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 to address Chuck, there was nothing like it.
1: Oh, yeah. the garden was amazing, yeah. The
2: garden was was freaking amazing. And again, we we just, I can only imagine what it was like, obviously, before COVID, but, in, you know, in today, because then it was just getting started but the, but they had the Wall Street cats in there and then the the entertainment people in there i mean everybody was there and it was just it was just electric like you didn't have time to, 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 to you know not be ready like you mm-hmm. so to see what it's turned into you have a more of an appreciation for it but i mean guys i got i got i, I have to share this and i'm sure Billy will echo it Man, the games were such a relief for us from practice, man. We were just so happy to play in a game and not against each other because you had everybody on the team, like, just hungry. And, I mean, our wars and the team, our practices were insane. Oh, it had I mean, to be. I remember the practices just as much as I remember the game. Mm-hmm. Um and be, because th- there was a time where very few times and, and I don't know how it was with you guys there were very few times where we knew he was satisfied like he knew he had a crew so kind of like maybe we'd get a weekend off or something off and it was worth everything else to me to me because it, it, it you know because you know if you got 17, 18 young kids and you're trying to mold them into something,
0: mm-hmm.
2: we all know all it takes is one bad apple. Yep, Can mess yep. up. You A know, lot, I mean, right. there are teams that were better than our team that, that won the championship. Better. The, the 85 team is, is the best team ever, Joshua. That's no, that's not debatable. And you know, we're talking to somebody on the on this call that got something to do with that. <laughs> I try to blimish that.
1: All right, we'll, we'll segue into that, Chuck. That's a good segue. Go ahead. Keep going. My,
0: my Listen, <laughs> the, with the 85 thing, I just wanted to know what you guys thought of having three teams in the Final Four that year, what that meant for us as a conference. And to be honest with you, and, and we've said this on other shows that we've done, you know, if you guys were playing somebody – Uh, outside the big east you know in the tournament or whatever we would root for you guys or we would root for the orange men or the Johnnies, or or what have you but talk about bill talk about what that meant to have three teams out of four and it was almost four out of four if uh boston college that they made a shot memphis made a shot late against boston college and uh, they lost but talk about what that meant for the league and for the guys that played in the league
3: well, you know, it, it, it's, it's an, a testament to, to how good the conference was that year. Again, you know, all these teams were, you know, in the top 10 or, or, or 15 all year. And, uh, and so, yeah, it was, it was, it was kind of a, a um, uh, I can't think of the word right now, but it, it kind of bolstered, uh, you know, our opinion that, you know, our conference was the best in the country. And, uh, and then people were saying it at, at that time, but, you know, people still thought about, you know, the ACC and the big 10, but with, with, with that, with all three of those teams making it to the final four and the fourth one being one game away, it, it pretty much solidified in, in, in the national conscience that the Big East was the best conference, uh, in the country. I don't, I don't even know that it's been done since the three teams. I don't think so. Uh, have made it to the final four. And, uh, you know, it's just, you know, it, it was, it was, it was a great, great source of pride. I mean, we, we, we took a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of pride with that. Um, and it, you know, it was great for the conference. It was great for, you know, for everybody involved. Uh, it was just, it was, just, it was like a crowning moment for the Big East, in my opinion. Uh, I, I don't know that they, they've reached a, a loftier height than that. Um, you know, when you look at where the league came from and, uh, and how it just built this brand you know, all the teams yep. over the years went from small stadiums to big stadiums. Everybody mm-hmm. got TV contracts, and uh, and then you know in '85 to have three of the the conferences teams in the Final Four. We weren't happy about it. We weren't happy about we like we love playing against St. John's. We were not happy about playing this over. We were,
0: we no, it's we funny not. you said that because. If you hook this all up to a lie detector, we were rooting for you guys to beat St. John's because we hated playing St. John's.
3: Yeah, that's we, the thing. We no, couldn't I'll handle
0: Walter. We couldn't handle Chris. We had a problem with the lefties. And uh, we were all rooting for you guys to, to beat uh, St. John's. And we had Ronnie Stewart on the other day. Uh, and that episode comes out tomorrow. And Ronnie Ronnie was saying, oh, God, all we want to do now. We, they were so happy that we beat Memphis they said, all we got to do now is get past this juggernaut called the Hoyas. If we can do that, we got a ring. <laughs> they never got there, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um... well.
3: How
1: about, how, about, uh, how about the 84 championship team, right? Gene, your senior year, uh, Billy was your sophomore year, right? Or excuse me, your junior year, right? So talk about that because you guys had come so close in the 81, 82 season. And now you have an opportunity and you just, you just obliterate right? it, right? They were not competitive. That was an impressive uh, national championship. What, what did that mean when Coach Thompson got that ring?
2: Yeah, it meant, it meant uh, I, I think that, that was the crowning moment. That was the first crowning moment for the Big East because Georgetown was the first Big East school to, to win a ring. Right, yep. Um, the 82 joint to me still is, I mean, that that team, um, just the personalities involved. We were led, and then we had that freshman class from outer space, mm-hmm. right? Anthony Jones, Billy Martin, Ralph Dalton, Patrick Ewing. Yeah. And that's nuts. And you combine that with six, I think we had six seniors. And the thing about, you know, At Georgetown, seniority ruled. So nobody was going to ask you to get up because that's just some bullshit. But, you know, you might have to do something. Like, we had to get the bags most of the time. I mean, nobody's just going to drop their bag, but if there was extra stuff, you were... That was your job. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, that was trickled down. I mean, there was a culture there that was so you know, you know, deep. Um, that, but it also gave you something to be a part of, which was, you know, which is which was kind of cool. Um, but I just want to go back to being one year removed in that 85, having those three teams there. Pride. Just you're proud. Mm-hmm. Again, because, you know, East Coast. Yeah, East Coast was, you know, there was ECAC. That wasn't sexy. The Big East was sexy.
1: Right, right. Good point. We had
2: the West Coast kids catching our games at 4 o'clock in the afternoon going nuts. Mm -hmm. So to have that happen, man, it was just, you know, yeah, I mean, insane. Like, you couldn't have been more proud. I
1: agree. Yeah,
2: I mean, the Big East, man, it's an incredible conference. Uh, I just want to make sure we don't forget. Hey, Chuck, we got y'all tomorrow, though. Just so you know, twelve o'clock, baby. Oh, is that right? Okay. Oh, be ready, baby. Be Listen, ready. We got nobody left. Everybody. everybody, <laughs> everybody I, still, I hope you you're got still us. You still Villanova. You still Villanova.
1: Okay.
0: I,
2: I'm just letting you. I'm, I'm just letting you know. I, I'm ready. I didn't, I didn't realize
0: tomorrow. that was that was tomorrow at twelve. Okay, good.
2: Tomorrow at twelve, Billy. Tomorrow at twelve, baby.
3: Uh, <laughs> tomorrow at twelve, I'll be working. There you go.
1: See you I'll bill.
2: watch. I, I'll text you. I'll text you. What do so, you got going?
1: So I got to ask you guys, Gene, what are you up to these days? What, what
2: are you doing? So I am a brand new dad. So I see that. Yeah. Any, anything and everything I'm doing pales in comparisons to this, um, but I'm a footwear and apparel consultant. So my business for the most part, um, I work with big brands. I work with smaller brands um, and I consult them on, you know, distribution strategy, marketplace strategies, branding strategies. Um, and yeah, that's, that, that's it. I mean, I had a 20 year career with Nike, which was led me into a perfect segue to kind of have my own consulting firm, um, and living in LA. Um, and yeah, that's, that's my deal rooting for the Hoyas, man. I'm a Hoya and I have my, I have, I have a podcast, I guess I should, I guess I should pump that Hoya locker room, um, every Sunday, you know, a little bit of the old, a little bit of the new Nostalgia, um, you know, uh, but you know, Hoya specific, but a lot of DMV stuff. Um, so I do that every Sunday at uh, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Great stuff, Twitter, Instagram.
1: Great stuff. How about you, Billy?
2: I just plugged myself for the first time. (laughs) That's
3: (laughs) great.
1: That's a shameless plug. That's great. (laughs) We allow that,
3: man. And you know, I just want you to know I I haven't been seeing this because I've been working overtime. You know, it's the winter season, uh, but I, I, I work in insurance. I'm, a, I'm a, an adjuster for State Farm and uh, no I've been for a few years, but uh, for, for most of my career, I, I was in sales and uh, the hours got too long and, um, you know, the money got too short with the economy and stuff. And so I moved on. It was the best decision I ever made. Uh, and uh, you have been working from home. Uh, also, you know, assistant high school basketball coach here in one of the private schools and you know try to help the kids out and so you know i managed to stay busy i got a 16 year old here you know my daughter is working from home my wife's on the road she's down in texas so i'm like a single dad and you know, i got pets and i got the plants and i got you know i got this, this house thing behind the main and uh <laughs> but you know it's just chilling man i'm just you know i'm you know a few more years and then you know it's it's going to be somewhere warm with a palm tree and uh a coconut drink, you
2: know, and, and forget the world. <laughs> I got a spot for you, Billy, but you know it's it's on, it's on the hush, hush right now. It's on the hush <laughs> hush. I got one. Got something for you, and Chuck and Sonny, you're invited too. But it's on the hush, hush right now.
0: All right. That's okay. Good. So right. listen, we we ran a little long, but I I just got to I just got to finish up with this. I know, on that 84 team again, I want to go back to that team because
2: I'm how, sorry, you, I how do
0: you guys get enough credit for, for how good you were back then? You know, they talk about 82, they talk about 85, but they really – you don't get enough love, in my opinion, uh, for the 84 championship run that you had. You know, you had you had the big enforcer in the middle that he had the game of his life in, uh, against Houston. You know, you had Reggie um, that, was, that had a coming out party at, at Lit that it time. Up. Um, you, you talk about that a little bit—the the final four. You guys, you played a Kentucky team that was that you demolished. Uh, the picture that comes to my mind is Patrick posterized some poor bastard that tried to get underneath them, and he he almost ripped the backboard down on that dunk. I was like, oh, these guys are for real. They're not losing against Elijah one and them." Talk about that,
2: Billy. I'm going to take this one, Billy. You can back me up. So that was Billy's junior year. And Billy might have been in the starting lineup for part of that or some of that. Am I – Am I? You mean
3: the year? Not uh, the junior. Junior,
2: junior. junior year. Did you start it all junior year?
3: Yeah, second half. Second half. The, half. the second half.
2: Second half. So Reggie Reggie started the first 11 games of the season that year. And then we had some some house cleaning to take care of. You know, um, and then we came back as a little bit different. And then Billy might have been in the starting lineup. I don't remember. I don't even remember Reggie starting those eleven games. But the point I'm trying to make is, it wasn't like we started off with national championship aspirations because that was built into the program, right? So every year that that was always the goal. But you kind of you can kind of do an assessment yourself. Um, so it's not like '83 '84 was. Was banging. We 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 had talent. You know, Reggie as a freshman was dope. Michael and David were coming into their own. Billy had started the bulk of his career. Um, Graham really during the, the first half of the year was kind of like nothing.
0: Wasn't existent really. I mean, then he all of a sudden he was like a house on fire. You know.
2: So um, it was just one of those deals where it just came together at the right time. Um, the Kentucky game, um, yeah, I don't know how often we came from behind that year, but we certainly didn't get rattled when we, when they got out ahead of us. Um, but Graham doing the Final Four is just, you know, like again, that's just one of those things that happens. And uh, yeah, I, when you say we don't get enough credit, you're probably right, because overshadowed. Yeah, yeah, Wingate. And, 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 and David were solid,
1: mm-hmm. like
2: MJ could give you 30 and you know, and don't even look like he's sweating, like he moonwalking, um, <laughs> and that's an assist cat. But then we had Horace Broadnax coming off the bench.
1: Horace, yeah.
2: Jump shooter. Um, and then you had this mad Gene Hackman coming off the pitch and we pressed, like we like to press and we mm-hmm. like we 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 could win the game ugly. Like a lot of ugly games. Um but I you know it it just fit. I mean everything fit. I, it was magical, yo. I I can't I can't you know I've never really thought about it Chuck like to be honest with you. Yeah. Cuz I'm stuck on 82. <laughs> I am. I'm not going to lie. I'm stuck on 82. I I love that 82 team. And you know that's that's I yeah. Yeah, because I only played ten minutes a game. I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, I, I, know the feeling.
2: So so Billy, so Billy, what what, what was the championship team like to you? I, I'd love to hear what you. Listen, what you listen.
3: In nineteen eighty four, uh, again uh, was my junior year. Was the toughest year of uh, of to that point of my basketball career, and. Uh, John John saw something in me that he wanted to get out. And uh, and that whole year uh, was him pushing me and prodding me, taking me in and out of the lineup, putting me back in when he can. And, but we were so talented, Gene, you know, in my position we had four power forwards that we could use. You know, you had Ralph, you, you had Michael, you had myself, you had a couple of other guys, you know, uh, <clears throat> that you could have used and it was so competitive it was so competitive that when you made a mistake in the game you almost inevitably looked over to see who was at the table because you, you only get one you know if you, if you you know if you're going good and you make a mistake or something happened, all right, you give you a couple more minutes but but
2: you know, billy but billy the flip side of that if you're on the bench and somebody slip up i'm coming in
3: but that's how it was. It was that's that's my memory of that year. And uh, but it, it was it was cool because the fact that it was so hard made everybody cool with everybody else, you know. And, and it was like it was like okay, you know, we all want to play, you know. All we you know we, we got to get through this practice, you know. We got to do those sprints, and and it brought us together. And um, at the end, you know, those two games uh, was the culmination of everything, you know. That that Kentucky game uh was a show of defensive prowess they went three for 33 the second half they had us down by 10 at halftime and they couldn't get the ball over half court and when they did people were swatting shit at the basket and I'm like, oh my god we're killing them we're killing them and uh, it was crazy it was crazy before i knew it the game was over and we go to freaking uh we go to you know the next game against houston And you look down and you see Akeem, you know, Akeem, you know, people forget Akeem was in the final four three years, two out of four. Uh, He never got to the final until that that year. Uh, He didn't win any. But man, just watching him, you know, he was amazing. And then you look down the list of guys that they had on their roster. You know, Michael Young, uh, (laughs) Kellen Winslow, Cadillac Anderson, Benny Anders.
1: Benny Anders, yeah.
3: they had a crew and, uh, but again, uh, you know, like the, the, the Kentucky game was defense, uh, the Houston game was total domination. You know, our offense was so effective, so efficient. Our defense was just good enough. We turned the ball over when we needed to. And and the game never really felt in doubt. It never really felt in doubt. And, uh. You know, and then you have people step up. It's when the talent came through. You know, Michael Graham in that game uh, looked like an NBA All Star. He
1: was a beast. I
3: mean, he, he was talking to people, high fiving. He
1: you know, was having too much fun.
3: I mean, got too much energy, fun. Energy, you know, and uh, and you know, I, I don't, you know, everybody on that team. I mean, we had we had so much energy, so much adrenaline uh, flowing through our brain, you know, our veins. When you see. You know, Pat come down and, and make a move and dunk on somebody and high five. I mean, it's you know, the Houston game was a celebration of everything that that was Georgetown. <laughs> and,
1: uh, it was then, great. it was right, and, then, uh, and Coach Thompson you know, with you know, Freddie, Freddie Brown after the game the was redeeming. Hug, hug. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: okay. uh, take that cinnamon stuff for last. Uh, the, thing, the thing that I want to piggyback on Billy that Billy said, and it's mm-hmm. something about Patrick. It's something about the Jamaican. Mm. <laughs> to have him be your best player. And Billy, please, you probably have a story that I don't have. Listen. I've never seen anybody that was your best player celebrate somebody else's success <laughs> like like more than their own. Like that dunk you were talking about, Chuck, that was on poor Jim Masters.
0: <laughs> All right,
2: Jim.
3: I remember
2: that. That, 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 he should have went to jail for that, but (laughs) but but Billy, I'm like if you see some stills of Patrick, somebody scoring the bucket, Patrick Uh, will take your hand off with a high five.
3: I was gonna say, you look at that dunk that Michael got. Michael got a a a little drop pass on the baseline, and just went up and you know, and everybody around him. And, uh, and and Pat jumped higher than Michael did, trying to high-five me. He was so excited. I mean, but, you know, it's, it's, it's that kind of energy and that kind yeah. of rhythm, uh that, that drove us. I mean, you know, it was, it was great. It was great. I'm getting pumped up just thinking about it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and then as Sonny brought up, you know, Coach Thompson, you know, with the hug with Fred Brown yeah. after what happened in 82. Uh, that that was that said a lot about about coach and about special. His, uh, special. his perseverance and how he overcame uh, what happened to him.
1: And think about it, right? Because what you're describing was actually what there was such joy and and exuberant emotion that a lot of the country had not seen from you guys, right? And then Thompson thinks enough of Fred to have that special moment. I, I you know I, I don't I wasn't part of it, but. I guarantee you that that, that that was something that was eating at him to be able to to satisfy that for that young man and change his life. You know, it's just it's it's something that coaches are able to do, the special ones, and and Coach Thompson was a special one.
2: Well said, Sonny. Well said. And that's
1: an Orange Man talking. Yeah. You know.
2: Well said. Well said. Well said. Took me a while,
1: but it's well, true.
0: <laughs> listen, guys. Unfortunately, we ran a little long, and we're out of time. But I have to tell you, this was probably the most fun show we've had uh, together Uh, and talking to you guys and laughing and joking and kicking it about the old school. Big East uh, was fantastic, man. I really, really, really enjoyed it. Thank you so much for coming on and tell your teammates we're okay. It's not a big rival thing. It's all right. Want to have other Hoyas in here? Um,
1: Yes, we do.
3: So we, I
0: we appreciate What they say both about the noble
2: guys that. and the Orange men, you guys are cool with me. You cool, yeah. cool with cool with us, boys. Guys, I
3: appreciate it. It's wonderful yeah. seeing you guys.
1: Good to see you.
3: Salute. So this has been the Big East Rewind with
0: Chuck Everson and Sonny Sparrow. The Big East Rewind, of course, has been produced and directed by Nick Chico chorus and Daryl Gurney. You can catch us on YouTube. When you go check us out on YouTube, please don't forget to subscribe. You also can get the podcast on Spotify and everywhere else you get podcasts from on iTunes and everywhere else. And if you have any questions, any suggestions or any comments, please address them to Big East Rewind at gmail.com. Thanks
3: a lot. Thanks for watching. Have a great night.
1: Peace Thank out. You See ya.